This is a Socialist News and Views special interview. I'm Nick Schollingford coming to you from the Urban Cabin Studios in South Minneapolis with this special interview. Good evening. Good evening. How are you? I'm fine. So on Socialist News and Views, we let folks introduce themselves. Do you want to just tell folks who you are? Okay. Um, Dimeji Makoli from Nigeria. I'm a socialist and a trade union activist. Uh, I'm also a member of the Workers and Youth Solidarity Network in Nigeria. Now, I saw a video of a big protest, and I think this was on your page, and people were pushing on some green gates on Facebook. I know that it sounded like this was a big uh, demonstration by the Trade Union Congress, TUC, and the National Labor Congress, NLC, I believe. Was that the big one on August 1st, or... um, and then can you just talk a little bit about the protest and the crisis in Nigeria? Uh, yes. <clears throat> Yesterday, the two labor centers in Nigeria, the Nigeria Labor Congress mm. and the Trade Union Congress of Nigeria, NSC, TUC, mobilized their affiliates and the Nigerian people to the streets to protest against the federal government. Uh, don't forget that on May 29, Nigeria have a, we had a change in government. Mm. The same political party, but change in government from one individual to another person. And the name of the new regime was uh, I mean, is uh, Bola Ahmed Tinobu is a former governor, is a member of the ruling party, and the national leader of the party. He took over government on May 29 after the February 25th, uh, 25th election, where he was declared winner. Though the winning is contentious because uh, two other major parties are in court. Mm. The People's Democratic Party, PDP, the Labour Party are in court fighting to say that the election is not uh, credible. So since he came to power on May 29, he has removed subsidy on fuel on PMS. Petrol subsidies. Subsidy has removed subsidy. And then it devalued the Nigerian currency. Nigerian economy is uh, dollar dependent. Mm. So which means that uh, with uh, devaluation of Naira, removal of subsidy, it has caused hyperinflation. Mm-hmm. Because uh, the ordinary people 
the fuel price was increased with about 500%, which means that if you buy something for 190, 190 naira before, initially it was 520, now it's 617. So the suffering has been doubled for mm -hmm. ordinary people. So people came out with a slogan that let the poor, let the poor break. Mm -hmm. And then the two trade union labor centers initially thought that uh, they could manage up to demand the palliatives, social programs for the people. Because for years, the trade union centers have always been having longer head with the ruling capitalist regimes mm -hmm. on subsidy on petroleum. Because we are oil producing country, we are number six in the world. Mm -hmm. But see, we don't have a functional refinery. Secondly, we export our crude oil, then bring in only petroleum and sell and pay subsidy on it. So now, the government claims there are so many corruption in the oil sector by paying marketers subsidy. Many of them divert the crude oil, I mean the petrol, Mm -hmm. To laboring country like Benin Republic, Benin Republic, Niger, Cameroon. So this makes it uh, difficult to make a uh, continue to pay subsidy because it's not transparent. So our argument is that. If there are corruption in the subsidy payment, why can't we fight corruption instead of removing subsidy and claiming that you want to save the money for social programs? Mm -hmm. So that is the reason why workers and Nigerians were mobilized out yesterday. And people came out in their thousands to protest nationwide Despite the fact that Nigeria is uh, with different diverse culture, diverse languages, Christian, Muslim, North, South, there was no discrimination. People mm -hmm. came out to protest massively across Nigeria. So the government quickly ran out and say they are working out on subsidy. Uh, on a palliative for everybody for Nigerians to cushion to reduce the effect of the increment in uh, of the inflation and the suffering of the people because businesses are closing down. Uh, people are no longer happy. Mm -hmm. Transportation. Transportation has also been doubled as a result of this uh, anti-poor 
policy. So, yesterday, Nigeria make another historic journey to the streets, to the barricade, to fight against capitalism, to reject neoliberal policy, and to fight the regime. And what's that the uh, make life uh, right? I, I was just gonna say, what has been when you you know when you are on the barricades or when there's big protests? What's the response of like police or the authorities to the demonstrations? Uh, you know, <laughs> I know but the government. <laughs> okay, I'm trying to tell you that government. You know that government. We always lie, right? The government send out messages to people. To say no, there is not going to be any protest. Don't go out. We are taking charge. We are going to solve the problem. So they try to demobilize the people. But uh, when the trade union labor center say we are marching, people came out. But mm -hmm. the strategy they used to demobilize was to block roads of working class area in Nigeria. In the, in, the, in the capital of Abuja, in order not to encourage people, mass of people, exodus of people from the working class area to come to the town. Mm. So the labor leader later condemned it, but it was strategic to stop people from entering. So when we converged and we were protesting, we, we have three places, the Federal Ministry of Justice, the National Assembly, and then the Presidency Office. On getting to the National Assembly, the security policemen, which I think in the U.S. you call them cops, enter the streets, want to stop protesters from entering by blocking the gate. But the protesters, young people, who are determined to protest because of the pains, corruption, they were part and the and the and the and the anguish they were passing through with force removed the gates. So the police and the DSS ran for safety. So, for the first time in history, maybe after the fall of the Berlin Wall, the National Assembly gate was removed by protesters. So there were floods of people entered the National Assembly main entrance to call the attention of the National Assembly members to the suffering of the people. The protest terminated at the National Assembly because uh, the presidency has also quickly sent delegates to, to appeal for calm and to say that uh, all the problems will be solved. So the protest was a huge success. Mm. It lasted for about two hours, about three hours. And People 
all over Nigeria again registered their dissatis uh, uh, their dissatisfaction against the regime. Mm -hmm. How many people do you think? So, came out? Oh, I was just going to say, how many people do you think came out? In Abuja, we have about five thousand. Mm. But I think nation, nationwide, in about in other thirty-six states of the federation, we may have about uh, hundred thousand people. And what industry? What industries were represented? Uh, uh, what kinds of workers were out with the uh, uh, with the protest and the march? We have the Nigeria Union of Journalists, Nigeria Union of Teachers. We have uh, oil oil workers. We have uh, trade unionists who are from the secretariat. We have uh, medical and health workers union. About all the unions affiliated were represented. We have a civil service union, and so on and uh, and so forth. That's fantastic! It was a huge success, and the security forces had to run and leave. Yes, it's a huge success. That's and well, we over time appeal to security officials that uh, they are families, mm -hmm. they are also suffering from the capitalist policies. So they don't need to change their gun to us. That's if right. they are to shoot or to fight anybody, it should be the bosses. Mm. Because, uh, because the policies affect all of us. That's right. Um, all, the, all of us are the uh, working people, which means that uh, the bosses are only using the poor to fight against the poor. Mm -hmm. mm. Now, I just wanted to ask a question about uh, another thing, since you're a lot closer than I am. Um, recently in uh, Niger, uh, General Abdurrahman Chiani has uh, taken control of the country as part of a revolt by the military. and. They kicked out French colonial powers and they said they're going to stop uh, uranium exports to France. Um, do you have any thoughts on that event or, you know, what are people saying in um, Nigeria, uh, Niger uh, borders on Nigeria? Um, does this have implications for the situation in Nigeria at all or? Yes. The, the, there have been five or six coups across Africa. In West Africa alone, we have recorded about uh, four coups. The reality is that uh, the Niger coup also sent a signal to the Nigerian ruling class, hmm. another ruling class in Africa. We talk about British uh, imperialism, but we have worst, which is the French imperialism from Senegal mm -hmm. to Niger, to Burkina Faso, to Cameroon, to Algeria, French still have access to their wealth, access to their treasury. So now, in Ma including Mali, including Cote d'Ivoire, including Benin Republic, but now, we have a generation of people who don't want 
French imperialism. Mm -hmm. But unfortunately, they were tending towards Russia. Mm. Many of these places I've spoken about are battling with bandits, terrorism. So the coup in uh, Niger initially was not clear to many people. We were thinking that is the sponsored by French. But later, we realized that uh, it was actually sponsored by individuals who want to align with Russia. Mm. That was why we have uh, protests to French embassy after the coup. We are not supporters of coup. We are not supporters of uh, military government. Because in Nigeria, we fought against it mm -hmm. between 1960 to 1999. The military keep interrupting the civilian rule. But uh, the level of poverty in Niger exposes capitalism and neoliberalism. What I mean by this is that In uh, Niger, they have uranium. The uranium resources goes to Paris. We have our condemnation from African Union and the uh, ECOWAS. They said uh, they want the military junta to step out to leave. But they were not doing anything to solve the problem of Nigerians because they have a government that the people think they were elected. They were elected, but there are massive corruption. There are massive looting. There are high level of poverty. So, why we condemn the military regime, we also condemn the headquarters and the African Union. And we think that there is need for diplomacy to resolve the crisis in Niger. There are African countries that are taken over by military regimes, by, by Hamint, and then they were majorly becoming pro-Russia. They want Wanga, Wagner, owns by the friend of uh, Putin to help them to fight military, uh, to fight uh, terrorism. So while we condemn the coup, we think that is diplomacy in resolving the crisis in Niger. Yeah, that's that's good. I um, So just, you know, moving forward, you know, given this big protest the other day, what do you expect to happen in Nigeria in the coming period for, for workers and as far as... Um, social programs and the subsidies? The government has promised so much. But you know that uh, the government are not our friends. Mm -hmm. They do not have the policy. The policy is not the interest of the people. They are capitalists, profiteers, who are interested in running the economy for their own interest. 
But what we are going to do is to continue to call on government to improve funding of education, funding of social programs, and to end corruption in the system, in the subsidy. So, all of these are factors that are very important. This Presently, the situation is volatile. People are not happy. Economy is going down gradually. Mm -hmm. There are crises. Insecurity will increase. Likewise, uh, unemployment. So, we have a coming period that will be full of battles, struggles, because the, the ruling class won't be able to meet the demands of the people. And it's going to enter a crescendo as time goes on. And that is the situation that I think uh, is possible. We have always made it clear that uh, the ruling class won't be able to solve our problem because they believe in profits, they believe in capitalism, they are supporters of IMF and World Bank. And the president, president of Nigeria is a corrupt, I don't want to say old, so that I will not be mistakenly talking <laughs> of identity politics. <laughs> right. But it's part of the old guards sure. who is responsible for massacre of young people during the NSAS in October 20, 2020. It's also responsible for sacking of workers in 2001, 2002 in Lagos State, when he was governor. Mm. He's not a friend of workers. Right. He's not a friend of the people. He's rich. He's powerful. He's influential. But he doesn't represent the people. And his policies in the last two months, they has come to power. Their policies, their anti-poor policies, neoliberalism. And uh, the coming period, we expose the kind of person we have in power. Mm. We, are, we, know we knew him before. Right. But people saw illusion in him because the outgoing regime also bastardized the economy. They destroyed so many things. Mm -hmm. The regime is an extension of the past uh, government. Thank you. Well, I really appreciate you speaking with me. I think, you know, I think the U.S., uh, United States labor movement and rank and file can learn a lot from what's going on in Nigeria and the work that you're doing. Um, you know, just as far as like solidarity, um, Folks in the labor movement in the United States, uh, workers, how can they show support or solidarity with the labor movement in Nigeria? Are there things that they can do? 
Uh, I think, you know, we are internationalists. Right. They could always show support by regularly sending press statements. Of course, a $50 is a big money now in Nigeria. Mm-hmm. I mean, a dollar is a big money in Nigeria. Right. I wouldn't say financial support, but of course, they have also sent support through the, uh, I don't know, maybe you've heard of Solidarity Center before. Okay. I I haven't. You, you haven't. Uh, we have the Solidarity Center, who okay. is more of a, a front of the AFL and the CIO, okay. American Federation of Labor, and the Congress of Industrial Organizations. But of course, we are running our own independent organization through Nigeria, and we are pro-labor activists. The Workers and Youth Solidarity Network is a platform of the revolutionary socialist movement, and we work with international standpoint at the international level. We are welcoming articles we can post on our blogs, solidarity support we can post on our blog. If they have support for us, we could receive the support to 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 expand our work in this part of the world. A small amount in dollars is becoming big money in Nigeria because of the valuation of our currency. We support, we welcome even a photo protest we put on our blog, we put on our Facebook page. Twitter page to show that uh, the worlds are watching in Nigeria, Nigeria, and they are looking forward to 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 to, to say that uh, let the Ni- poor Nigerians breathe. They want mm-hmm. to join us in solidarity. Uh, uh, we like we extend solidarity to other people in that part in other part of the world. So they can send so solidarity statements and photographs, but obviously also financial uh, solidarity is going to be very helpful. Everything will be helpful and we welcome everything. Well, I really appreciate that. I really appreciate speaking with you. Is there anything else you want to say before you go? Uh, yes. The unity of uh, fighters and the left is important. Mm-hmm. We are in Nigeria. Nigeria is in still a new new colonial country. We operate to expand our work. We have educational crisis. Workers are being on ten months because of a strike to for improve living working condition. And uh, I want we know that Nigerians are good people. They have different cultures, different languages. Nigeria is a vital light for a political movement. But what we have is uh, ability, inability to, to be able to bring about a working class political alternative. Like I too said that we do not have a work, we have a labor party that is not presently fully for labor. Mm. Uh, it's part of our last article and uh, maybe I shared some of our political statements to you. I could share that to you to read after the interview. So, yeah, and and I can post that. Uh, I can I can post that as a link too. When I post it. Okay. Yes. Yeah. All right. Good. So we have fantastic young people across Africa, across Nigeria, who are determined to break the barrier. The challenges is as have been that uh, we do not have a platform. Nigeria is so rich. Our webs have been taken over. By the rich, hmm. we have uh, multinationals who are mining our crude oil. 
young people have been killed. There are struggles of self-determination breaking out in Nigeria because people felt that they have been marginalized. We support the right to self-determination. But of course, we do not believe that problem will be solved on basis of self-determination. Right. Because if you separated and you are still operating capitalism, the crisis will continue. Let me also use this medium to say that uh, we have a last colony in, in Africa. Western Sharara people are crying every day for justice, for freedom from Morocco. Moroccan government continues to plunder the resources of people of Western Sahara with the support of the United, uh, the US and the United uh, Kingdom government. So, Africa need the support of the need the support of the fighters all over the world. We are not talking of the big uh, imperialism now. We are talking right. of uh, fighters. So, if you're a socialist, if you're a leftist, there is need for you to join Africa in the struggle to fight both British and French imperialism. Thank you. Yeah, I really appreciate that. And thank you so much. And solidarity and all that you're doing. You're doing so much important work. Thank you very much. And that's our special interview. Thanks for listening. Solidarity. This has been a Socialist News and Views special interview.